Ranger program created by Leo Grande. Riverside Sheriff's Office calling all cars. Attention all cars broadcast 287 regarding a blood-stained car at the Indio substation. Assist the officers. That's all. Rolls and clips. our new gasoline. This new all-purpose Rio Grande class embodies twice as many vital ingredients as found in ordinary fuel. And all are expertly combined in just the right ratio to give you the gasoline of all purposes. Police car drivers and the pilots of other public serving automobiles throughout California were the proving ground for the sensationally new motor fuel. And their unstinted acclaim convinced us all service Rio Grande cracks should be made available to the general motoring public. They found its scientific blend of additional ingredients made up a gasoline that has everything. Each element contributing its part to the 100% performance of which each car is capable. Maximum motor car efficiency at minimum cost is yours. The emergency benefits of all purpose Rio Grande cracks are no farther away than the nearest red and white Rio Grande station. So get a tank full in the morning and watch your car take you places more swiftly, more smoothly, yes, and more economically than ever before. The story we are to hear tonight has been taken in the main from facts to be found in the confidential files of the sheriff of Riverside County. We have therefore asked under Sheriff Steve Lynch to open our program. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is a pleasure for me to avail myself of an opportunity to stress the importance of the public recognition of the work of the peace officers. The job of policing any jurisdiction is one that rightfully belongs to the general public. The fact that this duty is delegated to certain officers does not lessen the public's responsibility to cooperate with those officers in enforcing the law. In Riverside County, we are proud of the cooperation, not only of private individuals, but of the various law enforcement bodies. The cooperation of local police departments with the Sheriff's Office and of all other branches of law enforcement makes it an easy task in our county to point out the truthfulness of the statement, crime in any form is a losing proposition. Additional facts on tonight's case will be heard at the end of the program. In the sheriff substation in Indio, Deputy Sheriff Ben DeCavacour received a visit. Hello, Patterson. Come in. Morning, Ben. How's the sheriff's office? Oh, getting along. What's on your mind this morning? Remember old man Martin? Old Wendy? Yeah, he's the one. Sure, I remember him. Haven't seen him for quite a while, though. Must be about a month. Oh, that's right. I was out looking for him yesterday, but couldn't find him. What do you want with him? Well, he bought a car from me. That old Chevy of mine. He hasn't made the payment that was due on the 3rd. And this is the 24th of September. That's right. I want my money or I want the car back. 
What can I do about it? We can't run around looking for somebody just because he hasn't shown up lately. Well, maybe not, but I want my car back. It's out there on the first Steiner's ranch. I found that myself, and I want it. Want me to go out with you? Yep. Okay, we'll drive out and see what the car is doing there. There she is, all right. Car's been here a long time. How do you know? Yes, sir. I'd say this car's been here since the latter part of August. Well, I say, how do you know? Remember that dust storm we had around the end of August? I'm <laughs> sure. It blew all night. Uh huh. Well, take a look at the running board and the wheels on the east side. Say, hey, that's the direction the wind came from, wasn't it? Yes. Well, the dirt piled high on that side, all right. The tires are almost covered. The crevices along the running board are full. It looks clean on the other side, though. Yeah, and I say it's been cleaned. And it was cleaned after the storm. I believe you're right. See here, along the running board. There's been water or something liquid poured along here. And there's a clean place on the floor here, too. Yeah, that's been washed with soap. See the streaks along there? Let's see what's on the inside. Uh Uh-huh. The inside of this car has been clean, too. At least the front part has. Well, here's a lot of bedding and some groceries back here. Any idea where the groceries came from? Well, here's a sales ticket from the Indio Grocery, dated uh, August 29th. Sure. Let me have it. I'll check on it later. So what are you taking up the floor mat for? I want to see what's under here. Find anything? Unless I'm mistaken, this is blood under here. Hey, it looks like the floor's been washed, too. No. That watermark was made for the water running under the mat. Whoever cleaned up this car must have forgotten about that. Hey, you know something? Maybe Wendy's done something and skipped out. Been thinking about that. She was kind of sweet on a girl down there at Coachella. You know, her old man told him he'd blow his head off if he didn't stay away from the girl. Nah. <laughs> Wendy was too old for that sort of thing. Oh, that's what you think. You don't know Wendy like I do. Well, nobody from Coachella's been reported missing. And Wendy has. So maybe we're jumping at conclusions. You're doing the jumping. I'm just not overlooking any bet. Maybe Wendy has done away with somebody and has run off. On the other hand, that may not be blood. That's right, too. And still further, it may not be human blood if it is. Well, how are we going to find out? Yeah, I'll scrape a little of it off and take it into Dr. Gray and Indio and have him make tests on it. Well, can he tell if it's human blood? Sure, it's a thing. Dr. Gray? Yes? Now, here's some samples of scrapings I got from a car that I suspect has been mixed up in some sort of trouble. Uh-huh. Now, I wish you'd tell me whether they contain blood or not. All right, Ben. Come into my laboratory here. Yeah? We'll make a test of it. Hey, can I watch? Certainly. Come on in. Uh, here's the stuff I scraped off the floorboards of the car. Uh, just put it in that little glass dish there on the table. Uh, can you tell me if it's human or animal blood? Yes, but that'll take a little longer. Well, we've got plenty of time. Say, hey, what's that stuff? Well, this is known as a benzidine test. It shows whether the stain is blood or something else. Uh-huh. Well, Ben, I'm afraid you've got some blood here. Yeah? How can you tell? I watch while I drop some of this benzidine solution on a little piece of this dirt you brought in. Now, see how it turns green? 
does, it's that. Well, I'll be doggone. Simple, isn't it? Yeah, simple as throwing off a lug. Now let's see if it's human blood. Oh. Well, that's a little more complicated. Uh, hand me that bottle on the end of the shelf there. Uh, this one? Yeah, yes, yeah, that's the one. What is on the label? Rabbit serum. What do you do? Shoot the little rabbits full of this stuff? No, we get it from the rabbits after they've been inoculated with human blood. Uh, how's that going to work, Doc? We pour a little into this test tube like this. Yeah. Then we have a solution of this stuff you brought in. Uh-huh. Shake it a little. Now that human blood and that sample, we should get a cloudy reaction. By George, it's getting muddy, all right. Yeah, I believe it is, at that. Well, I'll be doggone. I believe you said that before. Uh, yes, so it is. Well, Ben, I believe this is human blood, all right. Let me talk to Sheriff Raven. Sheriff, this is Ben Gravatour down at Indio. How are you, Ben? Okay, but I think we got a murder on our hands down here. That's so? Who is it? Old man Martin, Wendy Martin. Who killed him? Well, we don't know yet. We're not even sure that it's Martin who's dead. He may have killed somebody himself. I'm going out now and see if I can locate him. Let me know what you find. I will. Oh, Sheriff. Uh, maybe you'd better send a couple of the boys down to help look for Wendy. All right, then. I'll send uh, Lloyd Baller and Mr. Grant out of the door. Okay, Sheriff. I'm going out now with Keith Stanford and see if we can find Wendy. All right. I'll take a look at the stuff in Wendy's shack, too, and let you know what I find. Okay, then. Go ahead. Somebody killed old man Martin for his money. I never was sure he had any. Neither was I. I checked on that letter we found in Martin's shack. Oh, the one to Judge Fredericks and Danny? That's the one. What did the judge say? Uh, he'd written Wendy about a traffic case that Wendy was involved in. Uh, he'd been fined for drunk driving, but wasn't able to pay the fine, so the judge let him pay it in, in installment. Oh, and Wendy didn't show up on the first of the month like he promised. The judge sent him a letter. It had a self-addressed envelope in it. That's the one we found. Oh, well, evidently, Wendy's talk about having money was a part of it, huh? That's what I figured. That some of these fellows around here might have believed his story. Oh, and killed him for the money, huh? That's the basis I'm going on. I think we'll find his body in some of these fallow fields around here. Well, might as well start looking here. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, let's take a look in this old well. If there's a body in there, you can have the job of getting it out. I don't want any part of it. Nope. Nothing down there. Handy things, hand mirrors. You can throw the sunlight clear to the bottom. Yeah. Well, I guess we might as well try the next well. Uh, I'm beginning to get awfully tired of looking down the old well. Yeah, you and me both. Before the sun's too low to use this mirror. Well, I'll try this one and call it a day. It's uh, pretty deep. Yes, I'd say at least 60 feet. Uh, see anything? Not yet. 
Uh, wait a minute. There is something down there. Oh. Yeah, I see it too. Looks like a shoe. It is a shoe. One of Wendy Martin's shoes. How do you know? Take a good look. Doesn't hold this mirror still. There. See how high that shoe is? Uh-huh. Wendy had weak ankles. Always wore extra high shoes. That's Wendy Martin's body, all right. Well, what do we do now? Go back to Indio and get a well digger to bring his rig out here and hoist the body out. Hey, uh, wait a minute. You see this? Hmm. Blood stains on the well turbine. Mm-hmm. It looks like a touch of murder. Looks that way. Boy, is it going to be a job finding out who killed old man Martin. I remember seeing her address in his book on the office. 
Okay, Ben, we'll talk to Juanita. What else? Look for boy. Martin used to go to dances with. May know little Martin. What's his name? Alberto Rodriguez. Look for Alfredo Ruiz, too. He and Ron Rodriguez. Think they killed Martin, Ben? May have. Yes, Juanita. Anybody else you think we ought to talk to? No. Talk to Italian John. You may know something. Talk to a fellow named Calvio. He moved Martin's stuff. This time of night. Bet he's telling us more than if he was conscious. Yeah, that's possible. He's telling us the things he had planned to do and the things he's heard. You'll be free from following up on them. Maybe that's a good tip. Might as well try it. I guess so. This is beginning to get uncanny talking to Ben. Let's get to work. Alberto, eh? When did he leave him there? Did he go away? 
Bought some new ones, huh? I guess so. Yeah, well, that was a good idea. These have blood on them. Found that ladder yet? Coming up. Step over, Riggs. Okay. All right. Shove her up against the eaves. Now, take a look on the roof and see what's up there. Find it? I'll say. What is it? A watch chain. And I've got a hunch where it came from. Yeah? Where? Off the watch that our friend Rodriguez is carrying. Is that so, Rodriguez? Senor, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you don't, eh? Well, we'll take you along to jail and see if you can't think it out.
sure. Any idea how it got there? No. Where was the gun broken? She's a broken. Thomas. Right. Where's the gun now? I said the gun to son Badu, the fix shop. Okay, we'll look into that later, and you better be telling the truth. I'm telling the truth. I'm more than telling the truth. I'm a no liar about the gun. It's just a broke. Okay, not... forget it. Huh. Your first name's Lee, isn't it, Johnson? Yes, sir. You know Alberto Rodriguez? Sure, I know him. When did you see him last? Oh, about a month ago. Any idea where he is now? No, Cliff, I heard of him. He was supposed to have been in a fight in Coachella. Him and that uncle of his. And they both disappeared, and I haven't seen either one of them since. Lloyd, get on the phone, will you, and take up and see if these two birds may be in a hospital somewhere in the valley? Okay. Where'd this fight take place? Oh, Joe's beer joint in Coachella. Check that one, too, will you, Lloyd? Sure. Uh, did you know old man Martin? Oh, sure, everybody knows Wendy. Was he pretty friendly with this Rodriguez fellow? Sure, used to lend him money. Let him use his car and all sorts of things. You know much about this Alfredo guy? No, nobody knew much about him. He comes from Arizona. Arizona, huh? Yeah, they, they all come from over there somewhere close to Mexico. Why are you so interested in those two birds? Oh, just nosy, I guess. Well, that's I checked the hospital at Mecca and Indio, the beer joint. No soap anywhere. Huh? Joe hasn't seen the two birds for a month at least. He said the fight didn't amount to anything anyway. Neither of them has shown up for treatment anywhere. Well, it's not important anyway. I have a hunch the boys we want are in Arizona. Well, what are we waiting for? Now, according to the information I got about those two boys from the sheriff in Phoenix, they've been seen around the school hall. How are we going to know them? That's a problem. We'll have to take a chance on anybody that answers their description. Well, we can't pick them up out here. Good thing we have an agreement with Arizona about extradition. Yeah, it might hold us up otherwise. Hey, look. Yeah? There's a couple of monkeys that look pretty good to me. You mean that young one and the bird at the second table? Uh-huh. Alberto's only 18, you know, and his uncle's only 31. I think they're the babies we're looking for. Let's take a chance. Uh, Alberto? Somebody called you? Yeah, I did. Come over here a minute. Bring Alfredo with you. Come on. What a break. Who are you? What do you want? I want to talk with you a minute. You know this man, Alfredo? No. Well, don't be bashful, boys. We've been wanting to see you fellows for some time. You look a little homesick. Oh, no. We're not homesick. We like it here, don't we, Alfredo? Sure, we like it here. Oh, you'll like it better back in California. We never lived in California. That's your story. Well, here's our story. What are you put these handcuffs on? Where are you? We're officers from the Sheriff's Department, Riverside County, out in California. We've come to see that you boys get back home safe and sound so that you can spend the rest of your lives in jail. What have we done? We are innocent. Killing an old man because you thought he had a little money isn't very innocent. Come along. Dios mio. All right, Alberto. We've got Alfredo's side of the story. Now start talking. What did he tell you? Never mind what he told us. It's your story we're interested in. 
What would they do with me if I tell you everything? There's no telling. They might hang you. No, they can't do that. He was our favorite boy. I didn't want to kill him. I... You what? I will not tell you. Better change your mind. You'll have to tell it in court anyway. Might as well help things out now by telling us about it. Oh, I tell you. Get started. Well, Alfredo and I, we got Italian John's shotgun. My father's point. I tell him I want a hundred rabbits. Alfredo said to me, I park my car in Big Grove, West of Town. You bring all my marching out the Grove, and we take this month. Did you do it? I get shot myself, and then all my Martins, he go to grocery store to buy groceries. Then we drive out to pay for the killing. I tell him I want to see about a crime, I want to buy some fellow. I'll it out there. He say, I know see any car. And I say, please, oh, now you see planning. Then my uncle, Alfredo, he walk up and shoot the old man in the back of the head, and he falls down. Was he dead? No, he crawled around on the ground. Then my uncle said to me, Alberto, you finished the job. So I hit him with a gun. That was when the stock that broke. That is all that happened. That's all, huh? How much money did you get? $4.35. $4.35? You killed a man for $4.35? He said, you know, we bought beer with him. And now we decided to go away. He was very disappointed, senor. Oh, you were disappointed, were you? Well, she's not very disappointed. Too bad. Well, Alberto, you won't be disappointed this time. Nothing, no. No. We'll see to it that you get everything you deserve. In just a moment, under Sheriff Lynch will conclude our story. Before presenting the closing facts, friends, I want to urge each of you who hasn't done so to put the new all-purpose Rio Grande class to a personal test. I want you to find out to your own complete satisfaction the truth of what I've told you about this radically new and different gasoline. That the perfect blending of a double portion of ingredients does give you a motor fuel that for once in automotive history meets every purpose makes your car surpass any previous performance in every department of driving. This new cracked gasoline is liquid dynamite. To get it at any red and white Rio Grande station. And now, under Sheriff Steve Lynch. Alfredo and Alberta were not disappointed. They received life sentences in San Quentin, where they are living examples of the fact that crime cannot pay. Incidentally, Deputy Crevacore recovered from his spider bite and is still a member of Sheriff Rayburn's staff. Thank you, Mr. Sheriff Lynch. Riverside County Sheriff's Office calling all cars, attention all cars, to cancellation broadcast 287 regarding a murder. That this case are now in custody. That's all. This is your narrator, Frederick Lindsley, bidding you good night for Rio Grande.
Next week at this hour, Rio Grande will present The Plague of the Black Locust. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System.